Hello, and thank you for joining me with 100% Oxygen Thoughts Adapt with yours truly, Nicole. Today, we're going to begin a three-part series talking about four-letter words that can get us into trouble. And the first four-letter word we're going to talk about today is fair, F-A-I-R, fair. A lot of times we think, I've heard it said, oh, that's not fair, or why is this happening to me? It's not fair, and we keep talking about fair. And one of the, the reasons I came up with this is I was thinking, I was sharing with someone how having to spend time in the chamber was a bit inconvenient for my business. And their response to me was, I know sometimes you feel it's not fair that you have to go through these things. And I, for some reason, it just struck a chord with me. And as I was getting into the chamber and I was sitting there and I was thinking about it, I had to really examine why it struck such a nerve with me. And it wasn't a positive nerve. I just really didn't like the sound of it. I didn't like the feel of it. There was something about it that was disturbing me. And I sat in the chamber and it was just like fair, fair. And I began to really think if we're going to govern our lives by what's fair or not, if we're going to go into these cycles of it's not fair that I have to go through this, it's not fair X, Y, Z, it's not fair, it's not fair, then we have to also be willing to use that same measuring stick on the other side of our life. And that would be, is it fair that I was able under my military insurance to get this treatment done without getting a bill? Was that fair to other people, other people that could use this treatment? Was that fair? Was it fair that I was able to drive myself and some of my counterparts that are in the chamber with me were not able to drive them, themselves? Is that fair? And I feel that when we begin to use this measurement of fair and unfair, in our conversation, when we're talking, the way we relate to things or the way we perceive things, we have to realize that it is a two-edged sword and we have to be so very careful about it. I don't ever govern what I go through or what I do based off of fairness because then I would have to use that measuring stick on other areas of my life, which means I would never feel as if anything was fair. Then nothing would be fair if I were to use fairness as the measuring stick or fairness as the way I perceived things. And so I, I, I ask you, do you look at things as fair? Oh, this isn't fair that I have to do X, Y, Z, you know, or in my case, if I was to think, oh, it's not fair that I have this disease. It's also not fair that I don't have the disease to the extent of someone else. Now, that sounds kind of warping. Why would you think that? Because it's a two-edged sword. That means we would all be governing life by the fairness and not looking at the opportunity before us, not looking at the fact that there's a phrase that says um, 
someone else, someone is always worse off than you are. And I think we don't really grasp that. We really realize, we don't realize that when we measure life by fairness, there is no level of gratitude. There is just this unthankfulness, this ungratefulness for where we are because we're focusing on the lack. We're focusing on the inconvenience. We're fo focusing on what is not. And it's a very, very, how do I say this? It's a very fine line. It's, it's a very, um, it's not a very safe place to be. I'll say that. And as I look back and I think about this thought and I'm thinking there and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I'm thinking there, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking about this thought of fairness. And I wonder, okay, when in my life though have I probably succumbed to this thought of fairness? And I noticed that a lot of time it occurred in the past for me when there was an uncertainty as far as a fight, flight or freeze situation. And I thought back to Japan where my husband was on deployment and the fact that I remember thinking a lot of things weren't fair. It wasn't fair that I had married, had kids, yet I felt like a single parent. It wasn't fair that I was expected to just understand that he couldn't come home to help me as I was, as my health was declining. It wasn't fair that my boys had to grow up with a mom that was sick. It was not fair. But see, with that, I realized I spiraled. I locked myself in. I, I, there was so many, there was a pleasure of things that occurred. And when I said I spiraled, I, I hit a place where I stopped caring because everything was just unfair. And I started thinking there was nothing I could do about it. And that was my mistake number one. That word fair brings with it a level of entitlement, a level of expecting someone else to fix it for us or someone else to make it better or something else to make it better. And for me, I realized that I had hit that, that I spiraled into that thought processes. Now, I may not go through it like other people do, because I, I go through things very, in my mind, very logically. And um, so I had figured this out. Okay, well, there's nothing I can do about it. It's just unfair. It is what it is. And I'm going to stay right there. See, I didn't take it and allow it to, to let me grow. So this four-letter word, fair, F-A-I-R, was really wreaking havoc on my life because I was using it to measure everything. And I was not using it to propel me anywhere. It was just holding me hostage where I was. And even the same thing, you know, I, well, let me slow down. I even was at a place where I was not trying to better myself. Because why bother? Right? Because it's not fair. Nothing's fair. The cards were stacked a certain way and I needed to just stay right within that box. There was no ingenuity that took place. There was no innovation. There was none of that. And the thing, when I look back now, I realize that it was actually crying out for me to shift some things and to move some things and to grow and to become better and become more. You know, what could I do differently? There were some mindsets that I was holding on to that allowed that unfairness, and I put that in quotation marks, unfairness to exist. It wasn't that the circumstance itself 
was unfair and was that was all it was destined to be was that I was refusing to grow to match the circumstance that I was in. I was not asking the questions of what does this make possible? Okay, so now I'm a single mom. My husband is doing what he has to do for his job, which I absolutely love being a military spouse. Please don't think I'm complaining about that. It's one of the greatest journeys I've ever been on. I'm just talking about some of the places you can find yourself. And this is where I found myself as a military spouse was realizing that I didn't want to grow outside of my comfort. I wanted it to be the way I wanted it. And I wanted everything around me to match that. And it really left me in this place, this of neutrality, of normal. And if you've ever heard me talk or you've ever read my book, you know that I, I call normal, normal is boring. Normal to me bored me to tears, but I stayed in it. It made me miserable, but I stayed in it. See, that thought of this is not fair means it's causing you to rise up to an occasion. You know, that sounds kind of crazy. It's not fair that I can't make ends meet with my bills. Okay, let's think about that. Now, is this causing, calling you to not spend so much? Maybe budget better. Maybe you need another job. Maybe you're looking bettering yourself so you can get another job. What is it calling you to do? It's not fair. It's not fair that I'm sick and I lose out four hours out of my day. But what is that causing me to do? It's causing me to shift my schedule around. Doesn't mean I still can't build a business. It doesn't mean I still can't have what I want. It just means I have to do it at a different time. Maybe not the time I prefer, but I can still get to do it. I may not be able to go as fast as I want to go because of the illness, but I can still go. And it's all about shifting from looking at what's what's fair and what's not fair to looking at what's possible and not even focusing on what's not possible. Now, does that mean you don't realize your limits? Of course you realize your limits. You understand your limits, but you can still grow beyond them. And you can grow in other ways. I'm just thinking about it in the chamber. It was just like, okay, how did I get to this place of allowing F-A-I-R, fair, that just that one four-letter word to trap me so strongly? And it went so unnoticed. It wasn't like it was something that I thought about continuously. But there's a phrase you're going to get used to me saying is that your thoughts are showing. And my thoughts were showing. I thought it wasn't fair. So I sat there because the circumstances would not change. And they would just not do what I need them to do. And he was not here. And he and they and it and everything else except looking at me. There was a there's a meme I put up on my page, the Fortitude Coach on Facebook that says, if you want to know the one person that can change your life, look in the mirror. And I think when we rise above, I know when I did, when we rise above that thought of what's fair and what's not fair, we're able to facilitate change. We're able to transform. We're able to grow. We're able to move beyond. We're able to have those things that we want. They may not always be exactly the way we want them, but we can still have them. So fairness. That was my thought today. And so today I ask you, what are you looking at from that perspective of fair? And maybe you may completely disagree with what I'm saying, and that's fine too. I would love to hear from you because I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Because F-A-I-R, I feel, has called, has held people hostage long enough, operating from that 
place of what's fair and what's not. Looking at the circumstances, looking at the external, everything around us, and throwing up our hands in a victim mentality of, woe is me, it's just not fair. We need to shift that mentality. We have to drop that mindset. We have to stop looking at things from that perspective. And like I said, stop having that attitude because it's an attitude of ungratefulness. It's not an attitude of gratitude. It's an attitude of being ungrateful. It's an attitude of looking at things from a negative lens. We need to shift our lens. I always use the analogy when we're thinking about things like that is sitting in a doctor's office and you're having, sorry, an eye doctor's office and you're having your eyes tested and the doctor puts this machine in front of you and he clicks it and he says, lens one or lens two, and one is blurrier than the other. One doesn't give you the vision you need. One doesn't help you to see clearly, but the other one helps you see just a little bit more. Right? And then he'll say, okay, and he'll click it again and he'll say, choose two or three. Now, one of them is helping you see a whole lot better while the other one is still blurry or makes it worse. And so I'm asking you today to kind of see if you can change or to change your lenses. So kind of shift it, click, click, and start looking from a place of gratitude. Start looking from a place of growth instead of a fixed mindset, instead of a Everything around me is responsible for how I feel. I begin to make that transformation, begin to make that change within yourself in order to accommodate it. Having an illness is not easy, especially having a chronic illness. And I'll never tell anyone that it is. However, I've learned to shift my lenses. I've learned to not look at it through certain lenses because they don't serve me. They don't allow me to live the life I want to. They don't allow me to thrive. Do I get frustrated? I'm human. However, I don't get stuck. And that's what I'm talking about today is getting from that place of being stuck, of, of stagnancy, of not growing, of not fully being who you are, or not fully growing to your full capacity. Not embracing the journey of the transformation. So today, as I'm sharing this thought with you, I want to hear your thoughts. What do you think? You say, Nicole, it's a bunch of malarkey. Some things are fair and some things are unfair. I never said they weren't. I said we just should not be judging our lives or measuring our lives by them. Why? Because then you just focus on the negative. You're not operating from a place of gratitude and you're not operating from a place of growth. So go ahead and drop me a line. Send me an email. Tell me, hey, Nicole, don't believe it. Talk to me. I'm on here sharing these thoughts in depth, and I'd like to hear your responses. I'd like to know. You disagree? That's great. Let's have a conversation. You know, and if we do, when you send in your, your reviews or you send in your stance or your statements about this or how you feel about it, your opinions, I'll be more than happy to share them on here, what I've received. So send me an email at Nicole at thefortitudecoach.com. That's Nicole at thefortitudecoach.com. And tell me what you think. Hey, Nicole, yeah, it was absolutely great. I think so. Or, hey, Nicole, this helped. Maybe you're like Nicole, once again, bunch of malarkey. I don't agree with it. My name is Nicole Borami, and I am otherwise known as The Fortitude Coach. I am owner and founder of The Fortitude Institute, and this has been 100% Thought at Depth with Nicole. 
I look forward to talking to you next week and you have a great one. Bye.